Welcome to the Meditation Conversation. You are listening to Karan Alessandra. Welcome to today's podcast, everyone. Today we are talking about seclusion, which is, as it says, it means to seclude yourself, taking some time off alone to be in silence and going within so we'll start by uh, chatting with Cara because we both gave ourselves the assignment to go on seclusion (laughs) and so Cara how did your seclusion go and what did you do yes where did you go well it's interesting because um I used to kind of think of seclusion as something that you had to do, um, you had to go away somewhere and really make a big thing out of it. And so I haven't been really practicing seclusion as a, as a practice or as a habit very often. And But we both really wanted to talk about this because it is an important part of meditation. And um, I, in, a, in some classes in the not too long you know, a couple of weeks ago, it was a topic that I was discussing. And um, I was giving the the topic more from like, here's some tips that you can do, but less experiential. And so when, when Alessandra and I talked about doing this as a podcast episode, we thought, as Alessandra said, let's do one so that we kind of can talk about our experience. And um seclusion doesn't have to be something where you go away and you're you're in silence for a series of days that definitely has benefits and it's something to think about doing because i mean i would love to do that at some point but alessandra and i are both working mothers with you know lots of obligations and if we wanted to be able to accomplish doing an episode soon about this topic it was going to have to be a more practical seclusion the parent so, seclusion yes <laughs> so for me i was able to block out some time in my calendar just one day um while my kids were at school and my husband was at work so i got about 7 hours i started as soon as everybody left and I have to say, first of all, that my expectations were a little bit low with what would happen. I was sort of approaching it with a, yeah, okay, it makes sense to do this for the purpose of talking about it, but I didn't really have loads of time. I I kept going kind of back and forth in my mind about, is this the best use of my time? <laughs> because I can tend to be a little <laughs> bit too focused on tasks sometimes. The mind, the mind. Yes. So (laughs) I, I convinced myself to do it, but I have to admit that it was not without some kind of keeping one eye open about what I was not going to be able to do while I was sacrificing that time in seclusion and what the reward would be for that, for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. So it was sort of like a uh, doing it on faith kind of thing as far as like, okay, I know it's good for me. I'm going to do it, but you know, I could have probably easily been talked out of it. (laughs) I'm embarrassed to say, 
But um, well, I think that's very normal. Yeah. <laughs> but I did do it. And the results were surprising. I was really happy. And I'll get to that as I, I'll go through what I did. So when my kids left, I did some energization exercises, which I do every day. These are exercises that were given by Paramhansa Yogananda. And in the lineage that Alessandra and I follow, um, they recommend to do these exercises every day. So I do them every day, but I really tried to do them with more consciousness and taking more time and putting more focus in them. And then I did some um, breathing exercises before I started my meditation. This is something that I recently have started bringing more into before I start meditating. So as soon as I sit down, I do various breathing exercises. And I think it may have started from the day I did my seclusion. But I did the Kapalabhati breath, which is a very short uh, forceful exhalation with an automatic inhalation. It's a very fast breath, but once you've done a few rounds, uh, or once you've done a round, which is like 12 to 24 breaths, you go into breathlessness for a little while, which is a really neat feeling. And it's very cleansing and it's very good at helping you with your concentration. And as it's a I very was in, powerful technique. It is. It's very powerful. You really feel the effects. Yeah, yes. Sorry. And I don't always, uh, like I said, I've been getting better at starting with uh, pranayama techniques or breathing techniques before I start. But because I had, I wanted to do a nice long meditation. So I made the point to really elongate things and focus and bring some new things in. So I did a few rounds of that and found that very cleansing, very, and it was just great for settling the mind. And then I did, I listened to, I think, three chants. Normally I listen to one chant. And again, because I had the time, I, I really listened to, to a lot. You know, I spent probably 15, 20 minutes just listening to chants and really trying to get my heart engaged. And then um, in my actual meditation, I did five rounds of the uh, Kriya breathing technique, which is the um, higher breathe, or higher meditation technique that Alessandra and I um, do as part of our lineage. And um, that's about 24 to 36 more breaths than um, I normally do. So again, just kind of really trying to get into the flow, get in, get that energy going. And then I spent a long time in the expansion phase, which is the part where you are just immersing yourself and you're in that meditative state. And um, so that was, you know, much longer. And in total, it was about two hours of meditation to start with. And then when I was done with that, I made some tea and... I think I had like an apple. I I did semi-fast as part of this as well. So I tried to um, have not very much going in the digestion area, but I did have an apple and some tea. And I just read a couple of spiritual books. I just spent some time really focusing on... Um, reading about, I, re, I was reading a book about saints. And so for me, that's, uh, resonates very much with 
my personality where I, uh, maybe personality is the wrong word, but I find reading or watching things about saints really deepens my meditations. It has a, a very positive effect typically on my meditations. So I read a book called, uh, well, first I finished reading the Upanishads, which are ancient texts, um, ancient texts from India that I was reading for a uh, course, which are very interesting. And then I read a book called um, Visits to the Saints of India from Swami Kriyananda. And that, it's a very interesting book. Very, It's very entertaining and it's profound and um, I really enjoyed that. And the main thing was what I didn't do, <laughs> which was I had my phone around in case the, the school called me. Um, I knew I couldn't completely be unreachable, but I didn't look at my phone. I didn't open my phone unless I was using it to listen to chants. Um, I didn't look at my email. I didn't send any texts. And um, so I think that's a very important part of seclusion because Mm-hmm. As Alessandra said, you want to spend this time in silence. Silence is really important. Of course, you can chant, you can pray, you can, you know, do mm. spiritual practices that require noise, but it's really about getting that stillness. And even though you can look at your phone and be quiet, it's very engaging with the mind. So it's really hard to get to that restful state and still stay engaged in your phone. Um, And so I did another meditation before my kids came home, and it just felt like after all that stillness, I was starting my meditation at a different point. So I was kind of starting in a stiller place. I was starting kind of like from a higher octave. And it was much easier to go deeper quicker because I I didn't have to spend so much time trying to calm my thoughts down and get to that quiet place where I could feel, feel the stillness as easily. So that was really, you know, it was a very practical takeaway from as a result of my seclusion, you know, spending that time, not leaving the house, not going, because the truth is in my day, if I don't have a class to teach, I may not really interact with very many people because my kids will be at school, my husband will be at home, and but I, I typically go out. I'll go have some coffee and I'll just do some work or some preparation or catch up on email or something while I have my coffee and then I'll go run some errands. And so I'm not really interacting. The silence isn't like a big problem. It's not like I spend a lot of my day talking if I'm not teaching, but my, but I'm still very active. I'm still engaging. I'm, I'm not like giving myself that, that extra chance to really be still and be calm. And so that's what I really noticed by the time I was coming, it was coming to an end. I was like, oh, 
I can really tell that I'm much stiller, <laughs> which is, I know I keep saying that word still, but it, it really was profound for me. And I was thinking yesterday while I was waiting for my son to come out, I had to pick him up from somewhere and I was just sitting in the car waiting in this line of other parents waiting to pick their kids up. And I had something that I was listening to in going in the car, but the car was turned off. I was just sitting there and I noticed I automatically had something that I was listening to, some talk that I was listening to. And it wasn't even like anything uplifting. It was like two actors talking about these movies I'd never watched. I was like, what am I doing? I have this perfect opportunity to just be still and be, yeah, you know, it's not, hard. it is, but I turned my, that off and I was like, just you don't have to meditate, but you can be still. You can mm. just sit there and not have to always be listening to something. Or, And I was just thinking, you know, we're constantly bombarded by noise and activity all day. And we even seek it out. And yeah. I'm just, I was just <laughs> thinking how different... Um, the inward state of the modern typical person is versus the inward state of somebody a hundred years ago, you know, a typical modern yes. person a hundred years ago, because they didn't have these opportunities to come, you know, always have these outward forces. It'd be really interesting to be able to embody somebody from, you know, a different age and see like, are they always as restless as I feel like we always are. Mm, I think this is the hardest part about the way we are living now, the screen time. So that's mm. why we really, really need it, like taking time off for yourself. But that's also like, we find so many reasons why we can't, because mm -hmm. there, there are good reasons, you know. Well, well, what about those emails? What about my kids? What about my house? Blah, 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 blah. You can yeah. make the list long. But... Um, I don't know. Do you want to finish off yours and I can well, transition I, I think, to mine? Yeah, no, that was basically it. It was just the only the only other point was just how I felt. And that I felt such calmness, such joy, such stillness. By the time my kids came home, I, I really felt a profound difference. And I wasn't expecting to. So that was a really nice surprise. And, um, I, you know, I didn't think it would be as palpable as it was. And then um, it remained. My next meditation the next morning was from a higher octave, to use that term again, than it normally was. I was in a greater level of stillness and I was more seeped in in peace and joy throughout the day, and even a little bit into the next day, I would say the effects on a conscious level now are, you know, they're, they're, not, mm. they're gone. But for me, I think for me to be able to have perceived such a profound shift, you know, we've talked before about consciousness and what we perceive is just a small amount of what's actually happening and what versus what we can't perceive. So mm -hmm. I do think it was pretty profound um, and definitely worthwhile. And I definitely want to make 
it more of a priority to continue to do things like that maybe a couple of times a month if my schedule allows and even trying to put it in my schedule to be more proactive about it so yeah oh that's good yeah you had a nice time yeah Uh, that's really great and you know that's the dilemma about it because we feel like we don't have time so that's mm. kind of where where I started off with my mini mm. mini it was really a mini seclusion this time uh, because lately I've been having many workshops and you know uh, because I want to be a present mom and I still have my other work and um, life mm-hmm. and I have been working weekends and late nights to get uh, create things for my workshops and prepare myself so um I just find it so funny or uh, it's the duality of life you know we're here we are teaching um others how to relax and go within that's what I felt um previous week uh when I did my seclusion so I was preparing for a workshop that I was going to hold the next day and I was so, my head was so tired and I really didn't feel present at all in myself. And this time I was going to talk about expansion, which is really the, where we go deep in meditation, where we are, when we just, we forget about doing and we, we just stay in the being there and mm-hmm. feeling. And I just like, I felt, you know, I can't stand there. I know sometimes also there's a different you know, where I am now. And then when you teach things, mm-hmm. you, you, you get there, but still I felt like I feel so distant from myself and here I'm going to hold a talk about <laughs> expansion and feeling with your heart. And, ah, and so my first instinct is that I need to practice more. I need to work on my material more, but because mm-hmm. all, I knew this was my only time to actually take time for seclusion because on Wednesdays my grandma takes Iris for a few hours Mm -hmm. so I was like oh well I only got this time so I know it will be good to get out and I actually only got two and a half hours um, Mm -hmm. which is really a mini seclusion but it was worth it so I turned the phone off um, because it was not that long time and Iris was with my grandma so yeah Um, I brought a little backpack, well, because it wasn't a long time, I didn't bring any food. Like you said, it's good to semi-fast, not eat too much. So mm-hmm. I brought some water, I brought my journal, and I drove off to a hill, which is quite close. I thought, because I have beautiful nature around, but it's like a nature walk uh, next to the river, and there are always people passing by, and I wanted to be alone. So mm-hmm. I thought, hmm, perhaps on the top of the hill, no one is going to be there. Mm-hmm. So, or it's a ski slope during the winter. Oh, really? So uh, it's still a bit of snow. So, But anyway, I climbed up to the top and it was actually very sunny and warm for being <laughs> spring here in Sweden. Mm-hmm. So I just took my blanket, sat down on the ground and I just listened. I listened to the silence well, the silence of the wind and uh, you could also see uh, nature waking up. I saw butterfly and some insects and it's like, oh, nature is waking up. Yeah. But anyway, I, so I, I really kept silent and at first, you know, all I wanted to do was I just wanted to lay down on the blanket and just 
lay down and be there in the sun and relax because after all those weeks of doing, 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 even mm -hmm. if it was doing meditation, I was very busy doing. Yeah. So when I sat there, it didn't take long, but just sitting in the silence, you know, not hearing cars, not hearing people. And I could see very far because it's the highest point around here. Mm -hmm. Just looking at the horizon and relaxing. Like I f it felt like someone was massaging my head and massaging my heart. <laughs> like I was so get beautiful. getting an internal massage. And mm. I just felt, oh, now I'm getting goosebumps when I talk about it. <laughs> I <am> too. <laughs> the feeling was like, you know, when someone just, drags your attention away and uh, yeah it's like getting a really nice massage but it was inside and mm -hmm. I I was a, still a bit too restless to start to meditate so I brought out the journal which is really good to do when you are in seclusion to write a little bit mm -hmm. whatever comes to mind and like focus on what you're working on and we, we don't want to focus too much on our flaws but if we have something that we are working on let's work on it in a constructive way like okay so ooh, here i i could have done this better you know how can i do it better next time not to like beating ourselves down but i can't remember what i was writing but um you know just to write whatever is coming out mm -hmm. or um look back at what we've been writing before um i started to write uh, more recently i mentioned in an earlier episode mm -hmm. so i did that and then I put that aside and it's like, okay, now I'm going to meditate. And I didn't do a very long meditation. It was like an hour, no less. Um, but um, still just being out in nature. And I have done longer seclusions before. We also got an assignment during the teacher training to go into a seclusion. But then Iris was very small at that time. And uh, I remember the first time just getting away for one and a half hour <laughs> to do a meditation is like, oh, this yeah. is long. Yeah. It is. It really, it really is. I mm -hmm. mean, compared to where you are or depending mm -hmm. on where you are. But then another day I took like half day off, was five hours. And then I also, I like to get out in nature. Nature really helps me mm -hmm. connect um, when, when I get too busy doing. So... Being outside and just sitting, um, just sitting down and relaxing, um, it's so needed. And when the sun is out and the silence, I just feel nature, sun and silence. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, like it's a wonderful recipe. And similar to what you felt, like it doesn't have to be that long. And so we tell ourselves oh I can't go on seclusion I have all these things to do but because I did do it when I got back I felt my heart was so calm and open and I was not stressed at all about mm -hmm. what's gonna about my workshop the coming day and when I got to the workshop I just felt like so calm and I felt so happy to do it rather mm -hmm. than oh I'm stressed oh well, I don't, I'm not gonna do it good enough and blah blah right so I just showed up with the right kind of energy and 
well, of course, for us, it's extra important because we are teaching something which is much more about what we give out than what we say. Mm -hmm. uh, but even if you're not a meditation teacher, whatever you work with or whatever, like even if you're full-time mom, you want to be present with your kids, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I read an article because I went on the website, on the website, which I always do, to do a little bit of research and... I found an article by Gita uh, Matlock, you would know her. She's a mom of two kids and she works at Ananda, which is a community. And I think she wrote that it took her 13 years to do a seclusion. And she found like, at first she was afraid um, because she was afraid of meeting her laziness. And then she became a parent and then she became a parent again. So... We can come up with so many reasons why mm -hmm. we shouldn't do it. But when we do it, <laughs> we realize that, okay, this is exactly what I needed. And like you said, when you meet your kids, when you meet your spouse or your boss, your colleagues, after that, you're going to be in a completely different state of mind. Right. Um, yeah. 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 Um, I don't know how to sell it in more, but it's it's so so powerful, and I feel like you too. Uh, just because of the podcast and we gave ourselves the assignment, I couldn't do more than that at the moment. But in April, things will calm down a little bit, so I really want to take longer time off. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's so interesting that you mention like how to sell it more because. I have kind of a similar thing. It was so powerful. It was such a wonderful result that I feel like everybody should feel like this. Do it so you can feel like this. And it's not that hard. But mm -hmm. sometimes, and I think this goes for like meditation in general and different techniques, we sort of, maybe the way that I was approaching it in the beginning was more that I was about what I was giving up without thinking about the benefit that I would receive. And, and that's just mm. experiential. So it's one of those things where you kind of have to just take those steps to kind of those reluctant steps of like, you know, I haven't experienced it yet. So I don't know why I need to do this. Mm -hmm. But you kind of take those steps to say, all right, I'm going to try it for myself. This is where that science comes in when it comes to meditation and different techniques around the meditation lifestyle, where you say, you know, it's experiential. The reason that these techniques and these lifestyle things exist is because they've been proven over centuries as being beneficial and they've carried on from generation to generation because of the benefit. And just because I hadn't really received or experienced the benefit so much, or at least I'd forgotten about it. Mm, we forget. <laughs> yes. I needed that, you know, reminder, but I had the only way I could do it was to do it for myself. So uh, I th and I thought about you were saying that the feeling stayed with you for a while and it just makes me think of, you know, you know, a regular meditation that's like we clean our house. I don't know if it's once a week or 
maybe a few times a week, depending on how dirty it is, how many people there are. Mm-hmm. Um, and But then once in a while we do like a deep cleaning or I did that a while ago, a few weeks ago. I just felt like ah, I need to clean out some old stuff and do a deeper cleaning. I think it was the spring coming, you know, difficult mm-hmm. spring cleaning feeling. And, you know, the feeling afterwards, it's like things are in order and it's clean. So that stays for a few more days than when you do the regular clean and things are really in order. And it's so easy to find things. And that's exactly what happens in our mind when we take longer time to be alone, meditate. And, you know, if if you're not used to meditating long time, you can still be alone for a few hours, bring good books and do yoga, walk in nature it's still going to benefit so much just being in the silence and doing really caring for our soul. So Mm -hmm. we've been talking about that your body, mind and spirit soul. So we have to care and nurture our inner world as well, which we very easily forget in today's world, especially Mm -hmm. due to these screens. That's what I think that's one of the best things of be turning off my phone Mm-hmm. I I'm I'm my relationship with my phone right now is complicated because <laughs> <laughs> like you say we also you know pro, you don't have to be on social media but if you also like if you have your own business that's mm-hmm. kind of part of it it makes it easier to mm-hmm. reach out to people and so I want to be there also there are good things about it Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm dragged down into bad things. Like I, instead of just checking one thing, I'm there scrolling, 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 and it's like I don't want to do this. Like you said, yeah. why am I listening to this? Why, why am I doing this? Yeah. So it's really good, either yeah. to turn the phone off or like you did. You know, today, okay, the phone is going to be there. I can respond if there's an emergency. Mm-hmm. I can listen to chance, but I'm not going to use it. You know, for just. Yeah. Feel, feeling the mind. Um, right. And we can get dragged in to feel like we're doing, to feeling like we're doing something when we're, I mean, I've kind of come off Facebook apart from what you mentioned with my business. I do post things to try to keep engaged and try to put some light out there too. But I have a long history with Facebook where I I really realized I felt like I was accomplishing something by keeping up with it. Like if I could scroll down <laughs> and get to where I was caught up, I felt like I had accomplished something. And if and I didn't want there to be a big period of time where it was going to be a huge chunk that I was going to have to catch up on. So then mm. I was checking in a lot. And I, it was hard to break away from that and get out of that mindset, but I, I wasted so much time staying caught up on this useless stuff. It's that, again, you know, I have a very task-oriented, you know, I can be very task-oriented and, um, and that fed right into it of like feeling like, okay, let me get that done. I'm putting done in quotes. <laughs> you know, let me complete that, but it never ends and and it's not actually helping me at all. So <laughs> mm. that was like for me, I think, you know, there's the negativity and the downward pull of it, you know, when people are posting negative things, but as much of that of getting upset by what I was seeing, the 
an equally big part of it for me was just that habit of feeling like I was doing something by doing that and <laughs> realizing I was doing something which was wasting time. <laughs> I think this is a whole new episode in itself, yes. social media and handling Absolutely. that. But uh, the point is that, you know, our brains are not really like we are the first, well, not the first generation, but you know we are one of the first generations to experience all this clutter, all this. Mm-hmm. What do you say? Uh, all the all the noise mm-hmm. coming into our brains, like TV uh, commercials, and you have the phone, and things just pop up all the time. Mm-hmm. We are co- and we're constantly in fight and flight response. So. Yeah. We need to, like from a scientific point of view, you need to switch off and be in your parasympathetic nervous system. That's where we rest and that's where we heal. Like Mm -hmm. if we are stressed, we need to get to that nervous system, the parasympathetic nervous system. That's where we heal from all the stress. If we don't get go there, we're just going to build ourselves up for trouble. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, we can, I don't know, (laughs) we hope you are inspired to take some time off for yourself. Absolutely. If you want uh, some help from us on how to do that, feel free to contact us. Absolutely. Great. Well, thank you for sharing, Alessandra. This was a fun assignment. Yeah, and um, thank you everybody for listening, and um, please subscribe, and we look forward to the next meditation conversation.